When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Phil. And I'm Jane. Welcome to Unhinged and Bumbled Up, the relatable dating podcast. This is a trigger warning. This episode contains talks of depression, mental health, and suicide. So if this affects you in any way, then please turn off. Hello, welcome to Unhinged and Bumbled Up. I'm Jean and this is Phil. And today we're joined by Aidan, who is the founder of It's Okay Clothing Company. Uh, Hello. Hi, hi. Uh, do you want to tell us first about It's Okay Clothing uh, or um, your story? Let's let's go with your story first. Like, should we start with my story? Yeah. So we, the tri- should we do a trigger warning because it does get yeah. quite hard? Um, so my story started in 2018. So end of 2018, um, I was in a relationship, uh, married, been married for nine years, relationship 15, um, and got married really happy worked really hard got a nice new house everything was just like going i was the smuggest guy ever um and uh my wife at the time fell pregnant which was awesome um and then we lost the baby and things just spiraled from there so i found myself four or five months later to early 2019 driving back to norfolk where i'm from with four bin bags and my life in the car and my dog and that was it relationship over uh lost baby lost house lost everything kind of worked for 15 years and i found myself starting again um back in norfolk um so with that i became depressed 
So the slight depression to start with, um, I plastered it with a new relationship, I plastered it with buying fancy things and leather jackets and car and all lots of things, um, but really I'm fundamentally under all of that, I was depressed. Um, so I had a good um, a good eight or nine months suffering with severe clinical depression. Um, so I lost then more loss. So my aunt had had a major heart attack, so I was dealing with the loss of that, or not the loss, but having that happen. Relationship broke down because I was depressed and angry and, and stressed and, and, and just not me. Um, and then roll forward to the February 2020, I found myself on a beach in North Norfolk and I had decided to take my life. Um, so all of that compiled within the space. Probably people have those things gone over the period of probably 20, 30 years, maybe the whole lifetime. And I had it compressed in a year and a half, 18 months. And yeah, I just I just couldn't take any more loss, pain, trauma. Um, and yeah, I sat on this beach and I was relieved that I'd kind of decided that I didn't want to be here anymore, um, which was really tough, really, really tough. But, um, you know, my story starts like so many stories where um, people start with loss and start with a big trigger thing in their lives. They get to the point that I did and they don't find their way back and they, they cut it short there, which is, is, is horrific. But luckily for me, I got a phone call from my son um, to check in and yeah, it, it propelled me on this new journey of finding myself and getting therapy and getting help and find a support network and yeah, uh, getting this new amazing brand started. So um, but yeah, that's a little bit of my story of like 18 months of pain and hard work and yeah. It just shows you how, you know, you it started off with one thing and it just mm. built up to more and more. Was there a point where you, I mean, did you speak to anybody during that time or did you keep your feelings to yourself? So for me, I did open up. Uh, you know, many people don't do this and I can understand totally why people don't do it because it's a scary world and you start to open up. But I will give you an example. I mean, I opened up to my own mum about it. Really sad crying on the phone, really down, need some help. Phone went down, she ran my siblings and was like, oh, he's doing it for attention, he's oh. doing it, he's kind of making it up. So it was kind of like you kind of open these channels of network and you don't get the response that you might not get. And I didn't get the response I get. I felt so alone and so like I had to deal with my own. So I did. I tried to deal with my own and that kind of took me down the path of, you know, a, a really hard path, really. So... Tell us the story about It's Okay. Where did that name come from? So It's Okay. So while I was recovering, um, I used to get up in the morning with my dogs. My dog's been absolutely phenomenal. I've got a five-year-old uh, Sprocket Spaniel, um, and she has just been my routine. And the thing that's got me through it is routine. So I used to get up every morning, okay. and I'd be like, do you know what? I'm in a really bad place. You know, things are going to be better it's going to be okay. And that's the thing I did every morning, like to set my day up with, it's going to be okay today. We're going to get through it. So when I recovered, or got to a point where I was really, really strong. It had to be, it's okay for the brand name. It had to be because that's what got me through and empowered me to get through every day. So it was just kind of like really did sit perfectly for, for what I'm trying to do with the brand of empowering people. Yeah, and what a great achievement. Like, you, I mean, as you see, you're completely empowering people. Um, there, I, I looked on your website and I was actually shocked to see that there's 125 uh, suicides a week. I mean, uh, yes, yeah, so 125 lives are lost every week to suicides. Absolutely, um, yeah. Is that in the UK? That's in the yeah, UK. So yeah, every 40 seconds, somebody takes their life. 
in the so, world. So yeah, if you put it, if you look at it on globally, yeah. it's every minute they say on average. So yeah. a person takes a life to suicide every minute. And I think uh, looking at statistics of guys, and we'll take guys just an example, okay. being a guy, and the statistics show where the kind of like the the difference is, it's every four suicides, three of those are men. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's 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 just it's shocking to me. And shocking. I, but, and I didn't realise until I started kind of my brand that they, those are so so high. Do you think a lot of that is to do with the stigma, though, the stigma yeah. uh, that has been put on men, basically, about not talking about it or talking about their feelings, and we've got to yeah, be the providers. Uh, yeah, abs- absolutely. So when I again, when I was kind of struggling, it talks about my my kind of my parents earlier. Um, I had got a good friend, a really dear friend, and I. I've kind of educated him, but it's the same friend I was talking about earlier, but he's um, obviously been through some trouble and he kind of get, understands it a little bit now. But um, my friend, when I said to him, like, I'm really, really struggling, all I got was, what have you got to struggle about? You've got uh, you've got a new house, you've moved back to Norfolk, you've got you near your family, you've got everything that somebody would want. So what have you got to be sad about? You know, snap out of it. Mm. And again, it just makes you feel like you can't, you can't show emotion, you can't do this as a, a guy. And I'm sure it's the same for women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just think personally, me, I'm not being a guy. I'm not overly sociable with a lot of people. I'm trying to get better at it. But guys generally go to work, come home. Yeah. Relax, yeah. You know, they, they, did, they that's what they do. And women generally, I think uh, women find it easier to talk, yeah. I think, with other women. Um, but I can see why now, because because that's the response I got from another guy. You know, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's really tough. Yeah. So what's, what's been the feedback since you've um, launched your clothing range? What's what's kind of the, obviously you're doing it to create awareness. So what's been the feedback from that? It, it's been really good, actually. So I think that the brand, brand aside, the brand and the clothing, I mean, I'm biased anyway, but the clothing is awesome. <laughs> um, I and um, I think that, it's getting a good it's getting a good rap and it, it's okay to be you type thing is empowerment and people are getting behind that and people are seeing that it's like it's really good like putting this clover on it's like somebody described it as being a fabric hug i've coined it and i've stolen it so <laughs> they, they did get a t-shirt for it but um but the reception has been really good but what comes with that is a lot of people are starting to open up a lot bit more so um, one of the things i wanted to do with a brand is not just to be a brand that sells clothes and doesn't do any of the well i'm doing the awareness stuff but i want to push the awareness to the next level by pulling a community around it mm-hmm. um so i think the community aspect and the uh, support group that we've started up the, the broken club we're getting people join every single day oh, into really? that group and everybody is supporting each other and it's just what I set out to do and it's what they're doing and it's I can take a little step back a little bit now and people are, are helping each other which is is amazing it's amazing to see um and people are starting to open up I mean I've got somebody in there I would they kind of digress what they were talking about but somebody said I've sat here for like two weeks being scared to talk and seeing everyone else talk I'm now talking and it's it's incredible that's amazing do you want to tell everybody what the broken club is uh for people who don't know so I'm one for I'm one for saying so I had the saying I don't know where I got it from but it's the broken help the broken or the broken support the broken and really it's kind of like if you've been through some trauma you're more likely to be able to support somebody and help someone and, and, and give them a, a, a lift up if you've been through it yourself. So kind of the broken help the broken is what that actually means. So um, it's just about shared experiences, really. And that's, I think, where that's where the crux of being and getting recovery is, yeah. is, is a shared experience. 
what kind of advice would you give to someone that is going through a hard time? Because, you know, in regards to even, obviously this podcast is all about um, all things to do with dating, relationships and whatnot. Mm. It can take to it can take something that such as a relationship breakdown or even going on numerous dates and not getting anywhere to feel so bad about yourself so what would you what kind of tips would you give to people that are feeling down in themselves i would uh i think first and foremost i think you have to uh give yourself some self-love i think you there's the absolute ultimate you know you there was a saying again, another saying because all these say that's like always put your right your life jacket on first before kind of yeah. going do anything else. And it's that really really pivotal to um, somebody recovering from something. And actually, we are all unique. We're all different. We all kind of accept this. You know, we all want this happy life, and we all deserve a happy life. And I think it's just about taking that time for you to really understand the things that have gone wrong, acknowledge where you are, and then start setting yourself really small goals. Um, and ultimately try and talk open up I mean you might get knockbacks you might get people that have said to me like snap out of it but ultimately keep chipping away at people and keep talking and you will find somebody that is amazing who will listen and, and a problem shared is a problem half doesn't it, it. Yeah, yeah massively massively yeah. um a question that I've been asked quite a lot and I am never sure how to answer it I mean I've mm-hmm. suffered with my mental health and I, I want to ask you, um, when in dating, when would you approach someone about speaking about your mental health? Like, um, See, I would say I'm an exception. Mm-hmm. I don't know what other people are like, but um, I, I'm not afraid to say it. I take antidepressants. They've, they've helped me. They've kept me on course. They've kept me thing. And I'm very open. I'm very, I'm more open than I've ever been in my life on, yeah. about where I am. And I, uh, I don't know, not the first date, probably not, but once things start to cement a little bit and you get in, I think it's, um, don't be afraid to say it. That's all I can kind of advise. Like, I don't know, once things start to develop and you start to develop kind of a, a, a kind of relationship as such, that's the point where you say, actually, I've been through this, I've suffered with this, I'm doing this to get myself better. And I think people are more, I think people are more in tune with you going, I'm actually trying and bettering my life and yes. improving my life. Yeah. That you're, um, that you're then, doing something yeah. to make it better. Yeah. Then the year down the line going, actually, I've been taking all these tablets the whole time and stuff. It's just, I think it's all so much better to be upfront about things. Yeah. 100%. That's amazing. Yeah. I just think um, what you're doing is absolutely amazing. And, you know, going going forward, if you've got kind of future plans of, you know, where you're going to take the business or uh, regarding the, the community? Um, no, I'm just, I'm rolling with it now. So yeah. um, I launched a campaign on Tuesday called FK The Stigma. Now it's been worded in that way because I'm trying to get it under people's faces and kind of cause a bit of a ripple in, in society. And <laughs> my brand's, my brand's no different. I'm very gun ho I'm very defiant. I'm very much like against norms as such. So I think that I've, I've, it's kind of called finally kill the stigma, but it doesn't look like finally kill the stigma. It's, it, I, I won't put what you think I'll swear on here, but yeah, no, you it's, can swear on it. I, don't, I think everyone knows what it's called. Yeah. The stigma, yeah. It's the very stigma. much <laughs> in your face. This thing needs to be talked about. We need to spread awareness. We need to get people talking. And, yeah. and that's fundamentally what we're doing. And it's just promoting the hell out of that, really um and the other thing we started this month is a awareness campaign so we are donating to beats eating disorders charity at the end of the month so i've designed some t-shirts around uh, body image and eating disorders and i'm pushing that and trying to 
pull some awareness and spotlight. And I think there's 1.25 million people in the UK suffer from eating disorders. So oh. we're kind of trying to bring that to light and, and, and do that. But each month is something different for us. I like to focus on a different aspect to mental health and everyone gets a kind of a piece of the cake then as such. Yeah. Because I, I think that's it with mental health. As soon as you mention mental health, people all of a sudden go, oh, depression. And it's mm-hmm. like there are so many many oh, different yeah. parts of mental health that people um that people just don't see they instantly just go oh depression and it's like mm, no yeah. it's there's, there's all these other parts yeah i think i think where uh, people look at depression i think people have got this mis- misconception of depression being this sadness thing where you just cry constantly and it isn't like that i think for me it was it was like going out on a saturday night and getting absolutely wasted on alcohol and then having the worst hangover the next day that's what it was like for me for you know 18 months I was just hung over constantly um but it's it, it but it's that kind of thing that we're trying to break a little bit if, if what I'm trying to break is the conception the you know, misconception of what mental health is and yeah. it affects us all differently yeah because you Sorry, I was going to say, because me and Aaron have done some TikTok lives together. We spoke Mm. on TikTok and stuff like that. I love the phrase that you use with anxiety and depression. So if you want to tell everyone that. (laughs) Yeah. So anxiety and depression. So I I have um, I've given depression and anxiety two different things. So I see uh, depression as being your past. So depression sits in your past. Um, it's happened. It's a trauma. That's where depression sits. And then your anxiety is the future. So it's the things that we worry about distant off in the future. We can't control it yet. It's not happened. Um, but if you and, and then thirdly in the middle, we've got now where we are quite right in this present moment. We're grounded. But when you look at those two things like de- depression has happened it's in the past. It's it's kind of not affecting you right now. It's It's not real. And then the, well, the situation isn't real. You're, you're kind of depressed about. And then the future, your anxiety, again, is something that is your flight mechanism. Mm-hmm. But again, hasn't happened yet. So if you think about the two and you you push them to the side slightly, you just concentrate on where you are right now. I think things are easily absorbed and, and edible, edit, edible. Let me just spit my words out. And you can kind of process it a little better. But I've with everything I've ever had, I've kind of, given it a name or made it a physical thing to kind of my brain to work it out. Um, but it's all about being grounded and all be about being in the now. Do you have a specific thing that you do when you ever get a down day? So see now that it's just obviously normal to get down days. When you get one now, yeah. do you have a way, like do you do things like journaling or do you go for a walk? Like what's your way to kind of try and snap out of it, like to get that um, kind of positive mindset again? So I'm all about acknowledgement and acceptance. So if I'm having a down day, I will do stuff that I really, really enjoy. And I'll make sure my focus is on the things I enjoy to try and pull my my, um, my brain back into a positive place. Um, journaling I've done since the day dot. I've done it for years. Um, I've had a lot of therapy over the years because of my childhood. I had a bit of a, a traumatic childhood. So um, and one of the first things I learned that is about journaling. So I kind of got this little diary that I write in every day about what's happened and I can kind of process it. Um, I'm an analyst by job, um, my real job, my life job. So it's 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 easy for me to kind of analyse where I am and what I want to do. But yeah, it's all about just taking time for you, really. And I think that 
if we all spent an hour each day just doing something that we really really enjoy and taking time out i think we'd, we'd all be in a bit of a like kind of mindset yeah that, that's amazing because our last guest that we had on izzy she does journaling in the morning before she, oh, she, she gets up she does it at 5 a.m i'm so impressed yeah. it's 5 a.m <laughs> <Does> she? <Wow. laughs> but she, she said it's very much about journaling yeah. journaling yeah. is the best way because you can let it all out you can write it on the yeah. page i think there's a book called burn after writing or something so yeah, writing it's all yeah. yeah it's really good i've got it yeah yeah, yeah. But I just use a just use a normal journal and I just write in there every every kind of evening after things are happening before I go to bed and then um, I think that I spent too long with things whipping around my brain and can't no outlet and it's all about just getting it out on paper. And obviously, yeah, I need to start journaling. <laughs> obviously, you have a, so you've mentioned before you've got a son and um, I always think it's so good to get into the mindset of children just while they're young to like mm. you know make them aware of what things happen in the future so what kind of conversations are you having with your son to try and prevent things like you know if, if you ever get sad is there a, a kind of way you speak to children yeah i think that with my son since day one i've always treated him like an adult so since he was little i've never pandered it like i know some people pander and they absolutely love you know i love people that do it but i've always said to my son like if he's made a mistake do you know what? It's on you. <laughs> um, yeah. It's not on anybody else. So when this happened to me, um, I think he knew something was going on because I was becoming more and more um, regressed. I was kind of like not spending time with him. And once I got to a place where I started opening up to certain family members, he was one of the ones because he's old enough now. He's now he's 19 in March. Um, you don't look old enough to have a 19 year old. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. He was born on my 20th birthday and I will take that. So thank you very much. <laughs> um, yeah, that was uh, that was a, a, another conversation for another time. But yeah, that was a bit of a shock at 20 having, having a son. Um, but yeah, I, he's been very open. He's um, open about everything, and I've always kind of let him just find his way in the world. Perfect. And he's he speaks to me, and I speak to him about if I'm having a tough day or he's having a tough day. We we talk to each other oh, about it. What a good relationship because that's the thing is um, having that close relationship with somewhere you can open yeah. up to you. It's just it's just going to make things so much easier. And I can't believe that your son called you during your you know your darkest point, and mm-hmm. it's. It's crazy because it's like that was like a sign that was like he saved your life. Yeah, absolutely, and he knows it, and he's made me buy him a few pounds <laughs> for it. <so. laughs> That's amazing. Um, but yeah, he's um, he's very very supportive, and I am him. So, um, but he's in a. I'm going to watch him tomorrow night. He's um, a lead guitarist for a band called Blue Sunday. Oh wow! Um, so he is he's phenomenal. So I'm going to watch him tomorrow night at a gig he's got in Bury St Edmunds. But he, um, yeah, he's just he's just a cool kid. He's just like if I had an answer for what he's got at 18, I'd say it'd be a different world now. <laughs> but <laughs> he's cool. Um, we we play a little game on here called like either or. Um, okay. So basically, what we're going to do, uh, we're going to ask you either or questions, and then cool. just give a quick reason why. Um, it is mostly to do with dating. <laughs> so I've had enough experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll take the first question, then Jane will take the oh, second. Wait, do I have? Oh, okay, yeah, perfect. Because <laughs> like I'm kind of on the spot here right now. <laughs> so would you rather dating apps or meeting in person meeting in person okay why oh yeah yeah why (laughs) 
why i'd like to i like to gauge people so one of the things i would do on a first date and i've done it all the time is take somebody out for maybe a burger or somewhere you can get messy with food oh. and chat and have a beer and <laughs> i think it's just like it's all about getting in the natural environment rather than i've been on some dates before and it's been like i don't know it's been all prim and proper and the conversation hasn't flowed but if you go somewhere where it's a bit lively you know it's it's so much easier and i do when i was on tinder it's gone now but when i was on tinder um there was a point where you can't gauge people mm-hmm. you cannot gauge people at all and then you meet them and it's like what yeah is going on uh, but no very much a face-to-face person me okay oh. next question so on a first date do you prefer just a coffee or or food dinner food dinner absolutely yeah. Why, why, why? There's why's to all of these. Because <laughs> I like food and I like I like food. Um, no, I just, I don't know. I, I've always gone for meals with dates. Yeah. For That's meals. expensive just, if, yeah. if you, in a first date, like, you know, if you're paying for every time, not saying that that's, that's the way, but um, that can be quite pricey if, you know, you don't get a connection in the first date. I'm a new age man, Joan. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a really good day, and then you know, it's just it's again where you judge it. I yeah. think. Um, we're, we're splitting this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, when messaging, do you prefer text or voice notes? I like voice oh, notes. Oh, no, you're one of those. Just, yeah. Just voice notes so far. Yeah. I like voice notes because I like. I like hearing people's voices. I've got, got a thing about it. So I'd be really... <laughs> okay, next question. Are, are you more nervous about meeting um, a partner's friends or family? Family, definitely family. Because I, when I was married with the... Uh, the when I was married, with the girl I was married, um, yeah, <laughs> her dad took about a year to kind of ground and, and talk to me. So now meeting people's parents it's real just it's just like rebound kind of memories that come back i really fear meeting because you've got to make an impression you've got a you've got to kind of it's it's always for yeah and let's always go for like the mum and try and impress the mum because the mum you know you knew women you you rule the roost (laughs) (laughs) and then final question on this segment trust do they have to earn it or do you trust straight away so I've got a trust bucket and it's 100% trust straight away and it's for that person to lose it. Yep. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't take anything from my historic, even like I've been cheated on mm-hmm. um, and I don't take any of that towards anyone because everyone's different. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've got a trust bucket and that's it. It, it depletes. It's amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. So are you dating at the moment or are you in a relationship? I'm in a relationship. Oh, lovely! Yeah, yeah. I try and keep the set, the, the two separate. So yeah. I try and keep, keep things separate from what I'm doing. But yeah, um, it's a very early relationship. But yeah, I'm in one. Have you had any dating disasters? Oh my god, have I had dating disasters? <laughs> come on, come on. We haven't had any dating disasters. Just so, hit us with your so best one. <laughs> my my best one was I was speaking to a girl on Tinder, and uh, I went to I was speaking, but. Say, say two o'clock in the afternoon, I started speaking to this girl. Six, seven o'clock, went to help my aunt and uncle because they live nearby and obviously she's a heart problem. So I went to help them out, was gone for probably three hours, didn't pick my phone up, looked back at my phone and there was a barrage of texts saying, you're one of those guys, you talk to girls and then you drop them. Oh, no. You're this, that and the other. So I left it and I thought, you know, I'm going to handle this in the morning, left it overnight, 
next day i just said you know that really inappropriate last night i was helping my aunt and i was had a heart attack i did mention this to you yesterday yeah you've gone completely ballistic at me on it and i don't think this is gonna this is gonna go anymore so left it at that next thing you know i got like probably about eight naked photos <laughs> it through saying can you can you come back like here's a little treat for you i really want to get to know you you seem like a lovely guy uh, it's just like bribery to try and get, get me back I mean, in the room. did it work did you go back <laughs> no i did not good 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 <laughs> wow what a lucky escape <laughs> absolutely oh i can't believe people thinking sending nudes I know. like yeah it's, it's not like we're dogs we don't go oh treat yep yeah, we'll yeah. <laughs> this, this, this change this mindset of you know this change your mindset by sending you nudes at least wine and dry me first <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely well it's been amazing speaking to you um we if people that are listening if they want to kind of find it final thoughts oh sorry final thoughts <laughs> Make sure you edit this bit out then. Uh, yeah, so we in our um, at the end of the episode, we can ask our guests final thoughts about you know what something maybe you've learned from the podcast. Um, I mean, Phil, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, yeah. My actually, I, I'm I'm gonna yeah say the free bowls things that you haven't said yet. That is going to be my final thought. And Aaron knows what I mean about that. And he's going to say that in a second. The free what? The free bowls. Oh, yes. The, yes. the plates. There yeah. we go. The free plates. Sorry. There we yeah. go. That is my final thought. And Aaron's going to tell you all about it now. <laughs> okay. So I try and work my life with free plates. So I have an inner plate, a middle plate, and an outer plate. So my inner plate is everything I can control, every decision I make goes into that plate i've got an outer plate of things that i can uh i can uh, interfere with and i have some a little bit not control as such but i can adjust it and manipulate it and then my outer plate is everything i can't control so everything that happens to me i i put into one of those compartments and it just makes things so much easier because a lot of a lot of things you get on a daily basis are out of your control so it's like, why why are we stressing about it? And why are we worrying about it? And why are we getting like really anxious about these things when actually focus on the little plate, life gets much easier. And I always use that. Um, it's a bit like Neil off the in-betweeners where he's talking about dog and God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. it's, absolutely, it's absolutely that because actually a lot of things in life you don't really have control over and you, there's no, you don't have to worry about those yeah. things. So. Um, but yeah, yeah, that, that, that's, that's my final thought things. right there. <laughs> Jane, what's your final thought? Uh, I, I, when you explained between uh, the difference between depression and anxiety, like that, that was completely new to me. Like that's, it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a lot of friends that you know they do. They, they're constantly saying, you know, I've got anxiety, depression. It's like a mix of both. But um, going forward, I'm. I'm I can't wait for this episode to come out so they can listen to it and just feel mm. empowered, you know, by your story and you know what you've Good. come to achieve now. Good. And Aaron, what have you either found funny or interesting or something that you've I taken? Just, away? Is, I will say this has been the best podcast that I've been on. So Yay! thank you for both of you for <laughs> having me on, and, um, and I would love to come back later on at some point to to, to get involved in some of the stuff you do. 100%. I've probably got those more dating disasters to tell you about. I, I'm sure I do. <laughs> 
who knows what the future looks like as well you know you just never know and so uh, but no keep up the good work you two thank you know you. it's um it's a phenomenal podcast and I'm just, you know, i just i just love meeting new people and it's no different same 100 percent um so Jane, back back to you. <laughs> yeah. So if um, people want to get in touch with you or uh, buy your clothing range, what's the the best details? So uh, website is itsokclothing.com and Instagram, which I use primarily, is itsokay underscore uk. And then TikTok, I have no idea, but I think it's itsokclothinguk. Yes, Amazing. that's it. Okay, as in okay, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we'll put all the links on. And thank you Thanks so much so for coming much. on and sharing you're, your story because it means welcome. so much. And the more people that hear about it, the more obviously people will hopefully share their story as well and get in touch about being in the Broken Club, which is on Discord. Um, and yeah. Um, it's just been an amazing episode. And, and congratulations awesome. on your brand. It is amazing. Yes. Thank you so much, Jane. Hundred percent. I've got my T-shirt over there, so <laughs> I'm quite shocked you're not wearing it, Phil. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to support my <laughs> this <Absolutely>. one today. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I'm just going to do. There we go. Um, yeah. So thank you for coming on, and thank you everyone for listening. Um, and yeah, one final goodbye from us all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> thank you for listening. If you want to find out more, you can follow us at Unhinged and Mumbled Up or Swipe Forever After. And if you want to send us an email or check out our website, it is www.uadu.co.uk. Thank you. Goodbye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 